0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Clap, 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 clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast.
1: Hosted by Elliot
2: Shure Parks and Kyle Newbeck.
1: Here they come
2: um let's talk about some of the rumors that have been kind of spreading we haven't done this pod in in, in about a week so it seems every day there's some new version of of a james harden rumor uh and i guess i would say the latest is probably stephen a smith said that he does not believe the rockets are willing to give james harden anything over two years it doesn't seem like doesn't seem like harden is going to be getting that max deal that that was once thought of and at this point it looks like it could end up being more of a two-year deal, and there was also a Phoenix Suns reporter that completely dismissed the idea that Harden could go to the Sun. So we kind of, you know, a month into this are where we started at a little bit. Uh, initially, we thought it would be the Sixers and the Rockets. It looks like it's just the Sixers and the Rockets. The main difference would be money. I, uh, it looks like it might be a two-year deal. Curious where you sit on the Harden thing, you know, deciphering all the tea leaves, anything you've heard, just where you are at with Harden whether you think he's going to be back.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've been telling people since before other people tried to pretend they reported it and it was like a unique thing. I don't think the Sixers are going to pay him the max. Yeah. Now I think they're willing to give him a pretty sizable contract. And that's the thing, right? All these reports coming out of different markets, whether it's Houston, Phoenix, Philadelphia, there's incentive on the team side to have this stuff out there. This is all a leverage game to some extent. Everybody wants to have their story in the market being, hey, James, we really want you, but I don't know if we want you that much. And it has to be, James has to really want to come there. He has to really want to go to Houston. He would have to really want to go to Phoenix. He's going to have to really want to stay with Philadelphia. And I think that's what's been interesting about Nick Nurse's case, essentially, that he's made to Harden is that he kind of put it on him in that opening press conference where he said, look, man, if you want to win, and I think we have a chance to compete here, this is the place for you to be, and we'd welcome you back. And what he doesn't said, the unspoken part of that is, but if you don't want to win, feel free to take your ass to Houston and, <laughs> and, and like get the hell out of town right. because we don't have time for people who are half committed. So I think James is probably seeing there's not a lot of trust for him in the broader marketplace right now. I think people value him up to a certain point, as they should, as we've said many times, had a very good season in a lot of ways. But when the rubber meets the road in the playoffs, people don't believe they can count on that guy. And you can't go from these extremes of 40-point game, one of the best Sixers playoffs games in, you know, couple of decades essentially to a guy who looks like he's shaving points a game or two later. So that's kind of the problem for James now is that he's also not the, in his prime star that he was when he was having these moments in Houston, where you would still say, well, whatever, he's still so good that you have to pay him whatever he wants. Now there's more of a consideration for he's at a certain age. He's got the track record. He does. He's not going to be the number one guy on a a very good team and so you have to draw a hard line and i think he's realizing that i think teams are increasingly putting that out there whether that's you know talking to his representation talking to reporters whatever it is i i don't think he's going to get the deal he wants and so it's going to come down to does he want to be the president in houston or does he want to actually try to win
0: okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you
2: Um, I think something you said earlier got a bit glossed over, but I thought it, it was it was a good point to the the continuity thing. James Harden is not 27, 28 years old. I, so while I do think there is continuity that it is a benefit for the Sixers, and it's why I would bring James Harden back, you were right that you know, the whole crux of this debate amongst fans has been, do you want to commit to him for four years? I think if they can get James Harden on a two-year deal, let's say it's two years, $40 million a year. So he gets a slight increase in his base salary, but he doesn't get that third year, and he, so it's a two-year deal. I think that's an awesome out- outcome for the Sixers because if you look at a two-year contract, and maybe there's a player option at the end, which would, would be a big deal, but let's just say it is actually only a two-year deal you basically get him for next year. And I think we would both walk into next year. The playoff ghosts are certainly part of it, but he played at a high level last year. You don't think he's going to take a dramatic step back one year. I mean, he did improve from his first year to his second year, new head coach. So I think there's reason to be optimistic. He could play better next year than he did last year. So you get him on that one-year deal. And then the second year, he's a massive expiring contract. So you don't have to worry about him being a a huge burden on, on your salary cap. Uh, for that year. So I actually think, A, things are playing out really well for the Sixers, but I would also take a step back and curious for your opinion on this. I think a, a big worry heading into the, the off season was, well, Daryl Morey is just going to reinvent the Rockets. He's going to hire Mike D'Antoni. He's going to give James Harden whatever he wants. And I actually think Daryl Morey is playing this pretty perfectly. And I think he deserves credit for for this. I think This idea that he was going to do whatever James wanted has not happened. It seems he's not signed a deal yet. (laughs) Knock on wood. It does not seem like we're going to get a break all of a sudden that he's getting a four year max deal. It seems like Daryl Morey is essentially calling James Harden's bluff and saying, all right, you think Houston's interested? They're going to give you that money. Go get it, go get it. And it doesn't seem like it's there. So, I think, A, a two-year deal for Harden is a great outcome for the Sixers because you get to run it back with a good player and you get continuity. And I also think Daryl Morey deserves credit for, at least from the outside looking in, seeming to play this at, at, you know really well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to give any credit out until the smoke actually clears. Because I agree with that, yeah. You you can say a lot of things and posture a lot of ways. Until the, the contract is signed by Harden, whether it's here or elsewhere we can't really say oh he's winning it's it's just a it's a public relations battle right mm-hmm. now Now, to your point the stance that i think the organization is taking is the right one and i do think if we just look strictly at the coach that they hired i think that is a good example i i agree with you i think d'antoni if they had signed him or brought him in instead of nurse then you look at it and say all right, man, what's going on here? Are yeah. we just catering to James and we're doing everything to appease him? So on and so forth. So I think that was the first good sign that he's just looking at it as, who's the best option for us to hire? Who's the best guy that we can get? I thought that was Nurse. thought they brought in the right guy. And so we'll see on the Harden stuff. It only takes one of these teams blinking and deciding, you know, Tillman Fertita in Houston, the owner, might just say, no, screw it. We're going to pay him as much as he wants. I just want to put mm-hmm. butts in the seats. And then there's real pressure on the Sixers. I think part of the reason they can take this position is that they seem to have the read elsewhere that James isn't going to get money. If somebody else changes their position, then the Sixers are in a much tougher spot. They can't play hardball anymore. They can't say, hey, we'll go to Houston and you know get a better offer. You can't. So... Some of this is just the market forces right now, and none of these teams look like they want to bid against themselves or even against other people right now, but that's one of those things that we might get to you know, late June, and that could change in an instant. So it's it's tough to say, but as of right now, they're playing this the way that I think they should. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. Um, So
2: Nick Nurse was on, I believe it was the Brian Windhorst uh, pod talking about, you know, the job and bead. And he kind of got into a little detail about his meeting with James Harden. And he said, you know, he's an incredibly smart basketball guy. And I thought it was interesting just reading my read on it. He kind of discussed Harden as if he's already back and on the team. And I guess he is still under contract. So there's that reason to do it. But Curious A, if you heard the interview or the clips and what you thought of it. But B, do you what do you think about the fact that Harden met with Nurse? I mean that seems encouraging for anyone that wants Harden back, right?
1: Yeah, it's good. It's, you know, probably bare minimum for the new coach to meet with the guys who played on the or team last gone, season. Man. Yeah. Yeah, but so I don't read too much into it. I think Nurse's whole thing so far has essentially been to say I'm going to coach the team I have next year that he hasn't committed himself too hard to any kind of strategy or style. As we talked about after his initial presser, I also thought something that was interesting coming out of that podcast appearance on the hoop collective was that he said something to the effect of they weren't, there weren't going to be big sweeping changes to the harden and Embiid stuff because it works and he's not going to come in and just say, well, well, we need to strip this down to the nails and we're going to throw this thing out that works that it's more going to be about iteration and, you know, building on that and building second side actions and getting other guys involved. And, you know, that I thought was kind of interesting because if you're talking about the sales pitch to Harden, that's not what James wants to hear. He allegedly wants to hear it's more about me. Like I want more offensive freedom. I want this, I want that. And, I don't know if that's actually James's position. That seems like maybe an exaggeration of what he wants considering how much he touched the ball all season. But yeah, I think Nurse is coming in and he's setting a pretty firm tone where it's like, you're going to be a big piece of this, but we're also not just going to cater everything to you. Just like we're not going to cater everything to Joel or Tyrese or anybody who will be on the team. So I look forward to now i i'm assuming talking about this whole rapid wheel yeah i figured that of, would be the next that, uh... <laughs> that's happened over the last day or two because of the